I love the energy and enthusiasm, Mike. The things that you're just really putting out in the universe, some good vibes right over there. Good vibes. So I want to I want to do I'm going to do Mike a solid. I want to answer his question. I want to give him to him straight. Hello and welcome to The Fizzle Show. If you want to create an independent living, doing something you care about, you have come to the right place. We help you build your thing online through candid conversation, tips, tricks, and inside jokes. Your hosts are Corbett Barr. If uh, this was classic American, whose line is it anyways? He'd be Drew Carey, the host, keeping the wheels on. Caleb Logic, he'd be Ryan Stiles, tall, unabashedly goofy. And me, Chase Reeves. I'd be Wayne Brady, because I'm different, but only on the outside. In this episode, Fizzlers be asking questions. Fizzlers be asking questions, man. Uh, We've received a ton of questions, and we love hearing from you. So we answer a few here from Preston, Jared, and Mike, hitting topics like How do you come up with ideas for content to write, uh, to podcast, to video, to blog? And then how do those pieces of of content potentially work together? Why would you put something on a podcast versus a blog, etc.? Also, the why and how of moving domains and our top five tips for starting an online business. We, We each have different answers to that one. It's pretty good. I'll be back after this conversation to fill in any gaps. So let's get into it. All right, so uh, so fire away. You got a question for us, Caleb? Yes, we have a question here from Preston D. Lee. Let's go ahead and take a listen. Hi, guys. Preston here. Huge fan of the show. I have a question about changing your URL. So I started a blog about four years ago, graphicdesignblender.com, and it's a site that teaches designers how to be businessmen or entrepreneurs. And it's been quite successful, and I'm now reevaluating the business model a little bit. And with the things that I've learned on the Fizzle Show, I want to revamp it. But I don't love the URL, because when I started the site, it was something completely different. And I know that recently, Corbett, you've talked about how think traffic has morphed into something you didn't expect. And also, uh, Caleb, how you talked about not wanting to be pigeonholed into a topic like personal finance. So my question is, would you guys recommend I change URLs, and if so... How do I do it without messing up any of uh, the links that I already have and and the SEO that I already have and that sort of thing and without discouraging or confusing my readers? Thanks so much. Bye. Oh, I love that. That was a great, that's great. Preston, thank you. I love, I love hearing from listeners. It's always such a good vibe for me. It's great. Yeah. So I have his site up here. Um, It is a freelance design blog, graphic design blender. Has a nice, uh, nice design. Looks great. Looks great. Looks great. Nice, nice site. Um, oh, and he also has uh, seven thousand people liking this on Facebook. Um, he has some pretty solid Google Page Rank, Alexa Rank, all that kind of stuff. So, and he has lots of comments on each site. So, this is a little bit more. You know, sometimes we get people asking us, "Should I change my URL or should I change my site?" And you look at their site, and it's like it's been around for two months, and and that's an easy one. Like, you know, it's like even know about it. Yet. Yeah, it's like sure, do it, whatever. So for Preston, let's break this down into into three different questions, really. So first of all, he he asked about how do I do it without confusing or alienating my readers? Mm. So that's one question. Yeah. The second one was um, about the technical stuff. 
like, you know, how do I do it without losing my Google rank and, and links and things like that? Yeah. And the third one was, should I do this, right? Yeah. Should I change my URL? Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's cover the easy one first, the technical thing, which okay. is, how do I do it without losing my Google rank? We've done this a number of times with different sites, and we will do it in the future, I know. Um, basically, <clears throat> you can change URLs on your site with basically no negative effects <clears throat> in terms of your Google search rank, the links that are coming to your site, all that kind of stuff. That can all be intact. The only really negative, if it's a negative, is that if you change URLs on your site, you're likely to lose the counts that you have with the Twitter buttons and the Facebook buttons and mm, things like yeah, that, yeah. if you use those. Mm-hmm. Um, but in order to change your URL, Caleb, uh, you actually have a good blog post about this whole thing on WordPress, right? Right? Yeah, we have one called How to Move WordPress to Another Domain that's just on Think Traffic. Cool. So it's so, on July 30th of this year. And we'll link and to that. that's the hard way to do it. Yeah, we'll put that in show notes. What do you mean the hard way to do it? This this is a very manual process how I did it. I exported it out of WordPress. I was doing stuff on FTP to upload stuff. Yeah. I had to redo stuff in my theme and code and widgets and all this stuff. And I still had to do the actual 301 redirect in the HD access file. Mm. So... So, yeah. so did that sound complicated or did that sound easy? Right there? <laughs> uh, right it there. sounded complicated because you, you just sounded like unsure about it. But yeah. um, it's it's fairly straightforward. I mean, I mean, you're basically doing 301 redirects, right? Exactly. 301 is a permanent redirect that tells Google and every other bot that lands on this page when it gets a, it receives a signal saying, hey, this is a 301 redirect to this other URL. Google says, okay, I'll never come to this one again. I know that this link's always going over there. Exactly. Right? It might take a few times for it. I don't know how bots, who can understand bots, right? But... Um, that's how it starts. That's that's what it at its basic form is, and exactly. so it's fine. You're right. You you lose some functionality, some Twitter buttons, some things like that. Where yep. it's like, okay, those numbers go down. That's fine. The question, really, I mean, the first thing I start thinking about is like, why change the name? Why? First of all, it's graphic design blender, and I know what it's like to be stuck at a URL that like I'm not crazy about. Right? I've changed yep. from right to mean to bchase.com to like do a bunch of stuff, right. and now I'm at ice to the brim or whatever, which is like I'm like, oh, I think it's pretty cool. It's fine, whatever. Yep. Um, URLs. It's I'm not good at naming stuff. I have friends. You're good at naming stuff, Corvette. My friend Jay is good at naming stuff. I'm not good at naming stuff. I know when it's there and when it's not there. Mm-hmm. I mostly just know when it's not there. Yeah. I think I know when it's there. Yep. But uh, it's hard because you know. And this is this is the interesting thing, you know. We tell people, and we do really believe it's this like four or five year plan that we're looking at, right? So that means there's probably going to feel like a lot of stress when you pick your domain, but there isn't. You know, we're about to do some crazy stuff. Uh, you know, that that's going to be making some serious changes to what's been going on to some of the URLs that we've had for forever. Because you you can get super big and still change the URL, um, so or the domain name or however you think about it. Suffice it to say, it, it's a it's a big question, and you know the que- I guess in some ways maybe one of the questions is is when sh- when is the right time for Preston to do this, right? He's got, obviously got de- design skills. Uh, he's got uh, he's got a great site that people are digging. They're going they're getting into it and, and doing the whole thing. He's a, he's ob- <laughs> I love when he said he's a big fan of the show. I still can't get over that for some reason. I can't believe that people are listening to this show and really liking it. Uh, for some reason. I don't know why. Can you believe it, Caleb? I can, yeah. I was just at a conference last weekend and just people would walk up and be like, dude, love the show. Like, great. <laughs> love that. Yeah. I love that. I'm so excited that's, that's about that. That's one of the things about podcasting, though, is 
you consume it like way after you don't have like the immediate way to give feedback to the person unless you like pull sure. Twitter and tweet yeah. them. But. And it's also so intimate. I mean, they're hearing us literally in, in our underpants in some situations yeah. well, in your situation. So though. let's, let's okay, stick so it to let, Preston. Yeah. So let's get, so let's stick to Preston here. So, so two questions. No, I said, let's stick it to Preston. Let's stick it here. <laughs> Preston, two questions. <laughs> let's stick it here. Or, Where's Preston? Two answers. First, should you change the URL? Uh, it's impossible for us to answer, but I will say that, I look at a blog more and more as like being a project, not a forever thing. I think it it really makes you feel constricted and almost like saddled by your own success when you've got this site, you've built it, people are coming and you feel like I have to do this for the rest of my life, this yeah. one thing, you know? And remember that you're doing this not just for the money and just for the audience, but also because you want to be inspired by it and fired up and you want to have longevity and the ability to do this for a long time. And if you feel like you've kind of hit the end of the road and you just can't keep going and keep the creativity going, then why not change it? Because you know that you can change it in, with the technology, with the HT reader or access redirects like we were talking about. You can do that in a way that you're not going to lose your audience yeah. from a technical perspective. Now, the other question though is, are you going to lose your audience when you change themes because they're bummed that you renamed, rebranded, redesigned, um, and changed URLs. So in that case, the answer is, who knows? Some people you'll lose. Other people will be really fired up by it. A lot of people won't care, to be honest. You're probably making it bigger in your mind than it really is. And Yeah, as, half the people end up not, not even noticing. <laughs> exactly. And so as long as you communicate early and often, and you're just straightforward and honest about your reasons for doing this, tell people what's going through your mind, why you're changing. Use it as an opportunity to connect with them instead of just sort of anonymously changing things one day. Make sure that you lead up to it, you build up mm. to it, and explain to people why you're doing it. Um, a lot of people are going to be rejuvenated in their interest in your site because they're going to connect with you more because of this opportunity. So I'm all for it. I don't think there's e any reason not to change it. I don't think you should be super wishy-washy about it and change it every six months. Mm. But if this is the first time or if you're going to do it every few years, I don't think that there's a big reason not necessarily to do that. Caleb, what do you think? I or think or that, anything else to say to Preston? Oh, well, we talked about the hard way to do it technically, and we didn't really talk about the easy way. So the easiest way is to use Backup Buddy, which is a WordPress plugin that makes oh, yeah, this yeah, whole yeah. process so much easier. Yeah. And that's and included at the end of the post that... I wrote about so this you thing. make you make people walk through go through the whole super tough stuff and then they're like following one by one by one and then they realize they could just they could just do it the easy way. But we also mentioned at the beginning there's oh, an good. easier way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good because you are you do are you are good at the technical stuff and backup buddy is is pretty good. I'm still trying to understand it, but we've done it. I've done it a bunch going from live to uh, to to my devel development environment and stuff like that. So here's what I here's what I uh, you make up a good a good point. Corbett, you don't lose any of your audience when you do this, and your audience much more so than your Twitter numbers or your this, that, and the other. That's what matters, right? Okay, so your audience matters. People who said, "Yeah, I'm interested in this. Yeah, this is cool." You know, in a slew full of, in a massive pool of websites, like, yeah, sure, tell me, tell me more. Like, I'll sign up, or I'll like you on Facebook, or I'll do whatever. Right? That is pure. That is that is what we live for. So you can keep that intact through it. Follow Corbett's advice about, you know, hey, lead up to this 
express a lot about why you're doing it. Yep. Make sure they feel like they're a part of the story. And maybe allow them to be a part of the story. Hey, which name do you like better? Hey, we're doing a competition or a contest on this, that, and the other. Or clearly a designer audience. So like maybe there's a way they can make a thing. I don't know. Um, and then people vote on it. I don't know. It feels, it feels good to get the community involved. I don't know the kids. They're doing it these days. And then lastly, these are exactly the kinds of hard decisions that entrepreneurs make. This is what we have to do. We have to make a decision for the next 10 years based on, you know, basically just speculation about what the risks are one way or the other. And there's no conclusive evidence as to it's going to be more successful with a different name or you're going to love it more with a different name or you're going to love it less with the same or there's no conclusive evidence. All you really have is, you know, your internal compass, however However, you're navigating through this stuff, whatever's getting you to the point where you're like, I'm a little unsatisfied with this name, this URL, this, this brand right now, probably because I would, I would guess, because I've been in that place before, you, I would guess you've got a better idea of where you're going in the future, and maybe this represents a little more of your past. Uh, and so th- that's a hard decision to make, but it's exactly the kinds of, of decisions that, that we just have to make as entrepreneurs. Yeah. So, so w- welcome to the club. Um, at least you can know, like, like, what's the worst thing that can happen? First of all, if your tweet buttons go to zero, right? Uh, and, uh, but which, by the way, is easily solved. Just take the counts off of your tweet buttons. Yeah, yeah, that is easily solved. Uh, that's something we'll be doing here pretty soon. And some, I'm excited to talk about all the new things. Anyways, never mind. Um, but, but you know, Preston, welcome to the to the crew, to the entrepreneurial crew. You already built a great site. Um, and, and I love to hear that you're not done creating. A lot of people get to where Preston is and they're like, I don't know what's next. And, and like the way that he just, his tone of voice and everything, he sounded like you've got something in you that's kind of burning still. Like, like I'm thinking of changing this thing. Cause I see this, this it's kind of developed into this thing. And, and I want to go that way instead of this way. Yep. That's life. That's what the rest of your, as soon as that stops happening, that's when things start stagnating and you're just like trying to get to 1% more profitability and things start to lose a lot of little interest, you know? Yeah. Um, so at least, you know, know that, that you're in the middle of something that that's, it seems like where the life is as far as from where I'm sitting, like that's good stuff. So Preston, more power to you. Uh, let us know how this, uh, if any of this is helpful, I don't know, send us an email to, Hey guys, hey guys. <laughs> I had forgotten about that already. <laughs> All right, Caleb, you got some, uh, you got a question for us? Yeah. So we have a question here from Jared and, um, another listener named Steve asked a similar question, but it's about how we come up with what we're talking about on the show. So my question is, how do you get over the what's in it for me hump, right? You know, so several years ago, I had the pleasure of working with Chase, or I guess I bugged Chase enough till he accepted and helped me redesign my site. And it was a pleasure working with him. And shortly after that, I I, I launched a self-published book and did the whole launch thing and and, and got some great advice from some well-known launch coaches and, you know, and and I didn't end up on the on Oprah show or or the or the speaker circuit or doing book tours and and I sold a few and 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 I got a pretty good email list and and I communicate with people and and you know I I, I don't push my book I have a link to it in the in the signature of of my email and and I've made some amazing uh, relationships from people with people from all over the world and you know but it 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 didn't. It wasn't what I expected, and that's okay, you know. So my question is, how do you get over the hump? You know, the what's in it for me hump? Because I know this is my thing. I know this is my 
my solid thing. As Chase said, I'm going to just keep digging. But, you know, maybe that's it. Acceptance, right? And just keep plugging away at it. And, you know, being of service, right? There's no other greater calling, right? So, and then my other question would be, you know, how do you come up with podcast topics? And I know that you guys have a good resource with the Fizzle community, obviously. Um, you know, so you know, I know you get a lot of, of topics there, but my wife and I, you know, I get emails from all over the people from all over on my email list. And that's where I get a lot of our podcast topics. But, and we started out really strong doing a podcast every week, getting a thousand, you know, averaging over a thousand downloads per podcast. But at some point it kind of fizzled out and, and then the topics, you know, so, um, not only that, but, or maybe how do you guys determine what medium you're going to use to deliver your topics, right? Podcasts, posts, fizzle community, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, just a couple of questions I had and, I love your guys' show. Been traveling a lot, working at a startup, so I'm on a plane back and forth to Austin a lot. And uh, I just I enjoy listening to you guys, um, keeping it real and doing your thing and and uh, stepping out on a leap. You know what I mean? Thanks. <laughs> I love that. Stepping out on a leap. Know what I mean? <laughs> I know what you mean. That was Jared Akers, and, and that was good to hear your voice again, Jared. It's been a while. Um so it seems like there's a few questions in there, and Caleb, you'll keep us on topic here, and we'll try to uh, keep this to a uh, sort of uh, a time limit on ourselves here, because I feel like we could we could get into any number of these. We can make episodes out of any numbers yeah. of these. Um, so first of all, he, he talks about this getting over the what's in it for me hump, uh, which is, I'm kind of trying to, what it sounds like, it sounds like the dude's discouraged. <laughs> totally right and yeah. I, I love him saying like because there's no greater call, calling than to, to help someone and to serve them right <laughs> he was like right? trying to convince himself of yeah. it um which is true i mean we've been there it sounds like you know uh, he's he's had like the like the episode we've done recently where it's like you have some general like mediocre sort of success but it's not as good as you thought like he's saying he's not on oprah he's not on the speaker circuit he's not this that and the other but it's like it's it's okay like i'm, I'm digging in i'm doing the thing i know i'm going in this direction um so and the question really is you know what do you do with that with that discouragement and, and to be frank we, we've talked at length about these that that issue right <laughs> well yeah i mean not to be too blunt here but um this is sort of like when we asked, is it too late in a, in an episode? And that came from people sometimes who maybe wrote three blog posts or published two podcasts or whatever, and then concluded that you just can't build up a popular blog or a podcast mm-hmm. or whatever, because they, you know, gave it a shot with three of them with Jared. It's like, how many books did you write? One? Is he is he saying that he wrote one book yeah, yeah. and he's bummed that he's not on the Oprah speaking circuit? <laughs> like he thought he was going to write one book. Yeah. So that's it right that, there. That, it's, that's it right there. Stop asking yourself this question and write another freaking book. Yeah. Like that's that's it. Keep going. For me. Keep, so you would say because another thing is the um, so the the uh, okay. So there's three questions I think I got out of this. Caleb, tell me if you heard these. Getting over the what's in it for me, hump. Uh, the how do we come up with podcast ideas, and then how do we decide where we put things but mm-hmm. between the blog, the podcast, yeah. and Fizzle. Is that right? Those yeah. three? Yeah. Uh, it's it's funny. The I, I answer, I'm pulling a Jesus on Jared and and I'm answering it with a question. It's like, well, or going back to to his own his own question of like, there's nothing more important than to than to serve the people, right? And because for us, that's where it starts. Is it is it starts with like, hey, 
we keep getting all these emails or questions from people who are literally pulling out their hair because of blah, mm-hmm. or they're they're feeling super deflated because of blah. and we're at a place where we have perspective on what they're talking about or what they're feeling because we've we've probably been in that exact place before and even if we haven't, we've just been doing this for long enough and have had exposure to a ton of people who have been successful in it, and we see the patterns at work there. And so that's where all of our, our, our thoughts are coming from, is really just to provide a level of, like, you're going to be okay. You're going to be all right. Write your next book, you know, which reminds me of that the Stephen Pressfield quote, which actually wasn't from him. It was from one of his mentors. Yeah. It's good. You wrote a book. You've done something 98% of people have not done. And what do you think that that gets you on the grand scale of things? Absolutely nothing. Gets you zero. Okay, so write your next book. And then your next one out of that, and then write 10 more. You know, are you willing, are you willing and prepared to do this over the long haul? Are you, do you know what genre you're writing in? Are you willing to, uh, do you know how often that, or how many sales you can expect from that genre? Do you know, uh, are you willing to sell your firstborn for this thing? Are you willing to this, that, and, 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 and of, that's an answer. It's like, I, I hate that. Are you that. willing to write detective novels or <laughs> pornography? Yeah. Yeah. And I hate that that first selling your firstborn is in there, right? But it, it's important, I think, because it says, how far are you willing to go? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, which, which, like, and the answer isn't I'm willing to sell my first. Like, no, the answer is, do you know enough to know not to sell your first son and to work your ass off anyways, or or whatever, or yeah. maybe you, or maybe it is that important to you, right? Um, so the the how do we come up with podcast ideas is a lot of the times it comes from first of our first of all our own stories. We're, we're, it's really easy for us to look back and say, remember that, remember that, remember that. These are the sticking points. Corbett, you've been doing this for you know five, six years of helping people get over these online humps. Uh, and you see not only in yourself when you were getting started, but, but uh, in all of your clients and all of your coaching clients and all of the people that you've sold products to where those sticking points are. So you've become convinced and convicted of what those sticky points are. And so yeah, now, and Jared said himself that he gets a lot of email from people and that's where he gets his ideas and that's yeah. where we get them from. I mean, basically, you know, we survey people a lot mm-hmm. when they join our courses or whatever and we ask, why did you join? Yeah. And we well, learn we from survey, that. We surveyed people a lot. We, we still we, do. I mean, we, we, I get emails from people every day who join Fizzle and oh, I yeah. ask, I ask, why did you join? Them, yeah. And they, and they explain what they're struggling with. Basically, yeah. we also have conversations with people. This is, this is really important. Get close to your customers and have conversations with them. And uh, those turn into podcast episodes yeah. all the time. And another thing that's important here is, with, I don't know, did we luck out or did we do some sort of opportunity analysis and land in with an audience that has that has the breadth and width that uh, that we can be ourselves in, find creative fulfillment in, whilst you know actually affording our monthly nuts on, you know, uh, to be able to actually make the revenue we need to make and create the kind of business, have the not only create the business now, but see in this market and industry the business that we want to create in the future because the market will support that, you know, because there's 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 precedent for that and there's also a, a massive need. Everybody's doing it the wrong way, you know, and all the and 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 the we see anyways. The point being. We've got a market here and an audience that has the opportunity and perspective. Um, Jared or others in that in that boat, maybe you're in an audience where not that you're tapped at all, but maybe you're like, I don't know if I if, if this supports what I the goals that I have from it. You know, if your expectation is to get on Oprah and the speaking, and obviously I think he was being sort of facetious with that. But the point being, 
uh, you got to be honest about what do you need and what do you expect about this stuff. And those yeah. are the really hard questions. Just like you know, the really hard question of like, what's the worst thing that could happen? Write it down and put it on the board, and 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 realize it's not ever going to happen. Okay, so so charge on. Be less yeah. be less afraid. Yeah, you know. And honestly, I mean, we um, we should probably do this again. But when we first started this show. We were pretty diligent about sitting down and just brainstorming ideas for podcast topics. Yeah. Oh, we, we had the first that. 20 or something all like yeah. in, a, in a list. So we need to do that again because it is good to kind of sit down and force yourself just to think through what are the new things that, that we're helping people with? What are they struggling yeah. with? What have we talked about before that is worth revisiting? Yeah, one and, of the things and then that- we have 10 or 20 more that's like during a conversation while we're recording is like, we should do an episode on that. Yeah, and then right. That becomes exactly. an episode. So yeah. So part of it's just like always, um, always putting yourself in the position of thinking about what should we be talking about. Yeah, you're right though, and that we we just, I mean, we we spent a lot of time in caffeine together, talking like we're just making huge lists of like here's the, like what could we talk about, and what will we talk about, and this, that, and the other. And what's interesting is how that list would change if we were writing it right now. To be frank, like I, I kind of like <clears throat> going by the seat of our pants because I know that like interesting things happen; they come out because of. I, I'm the golden retriever type. Like, I lose interest if I'm getting too pedantic with stuff. If I'm trying to teach you how to use email and write a subject line, like, I'm... Ugh, I know, I can tell. You always get, like, antsy when we're talking about some technical I, I, topic. I want to or... bring it back into, like, no, where does it? Where does this matter? It matters yeah. in the pain, and it matters in the this, that, and the other. And, and go, there's a million blog posts that talk about, you know, how to write a better headline. And I hope you don't build your audience based on the quality of your headlines, because none of us have. But certainly, they're important. You know, they really are. So, but, but the, the, anyways, sorry, I'm getting off topic again. But the, but the point being, sometimes we just fly by the seat of a pants. Sometimes we come in with a pretty defined thing and you or I or Caleb will just, most of the time it's me, I'll be honest about that, will just totally derail us. But we'll find some vein <laughs> where there's, where there's energy in. Yeah. And it'll be like, okay, let's stay, let's, we like just stick with it. It's like a jazz jam session. It's we a we lot start like with a jazz. riff and then we kind of go off and do our improv thing. And then, and then we come back at the end. It's a lot like that, Jared. That's all I got. Does that answer your question? (laughs) But uh, then the third question being, uh, how do we decide where to put the stuff? Okay. I'm just going to show people how I dream of the sausage being made, even though it doesn't end up happening like this. My dream for the sausage, my dream for Corbett's sausage and Caleb's sausage and my sausage would be we're having very top of mind conversations here it's very easy for us to to have these conversations because we've got a lot of experience with this stuff. We've got a lot of perspective with it, and we have a lot of personal experience with people who have problems with these things directly. So we're convicted of the need of the thing. We know that it exists out there. And this being the podcast, you mean? Whatever top, topic that we're talking about in the podcast. Yeah. And it's really easy for us to walk around things, be ourselves, and see things from different perspectives here. I love Corbett and Caleb. When you guys are able to walk around something that I'm for sure I know I have cornered over here, and then you'll say something like, oh, God, that's a great point and you're like yeah that's how it's worked with every one of my clients and I'm Duh. Like, oh yeah sorry <laughs> you know because uh, i but but the value that's added from all of these ends up making it uh really valuable okay the value that's added makes sure. it valuable that, so just fucking roll sense. with it just roll with it <laughs> so my dream is we start there that's at the top of the mountain all right these little snowball flies down the, down this this mountain and as it as it gains traction like we realize 
it's never going to come out here like it would in an article or an essay that we would write for a Think Traffic yeah. or, or any you know blog that we might or might not. Yeah, have there's at a this few time. more f bombs in yeah. this version, <laughs> yeah. and and it's a it's, lot more jazz improv. To be, but to be frank, like I would totally forsake the written stuff for this. I listen to more podcasts than I write uh, than I than I read uh, things because you know why? Because I follow people who have interesting things to say, mm-hmm. and I love to hear the side notes and things like that because they're rarely off topic. And even when they are, they add they add interesting things. There's so many words in a podcast, like so <laughs> many words, yeah. versus a blog post that might be a 1,000 or 2,000 words. It, this is like tens of thousands of words. Well, I was just listening to, the, or watching rather, the Marco Arment talk yeah. at XOXO, and he says, I listen to podcasts because the people that I care about and the people that I follow, they say things on a podcast that they would never write. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love that. absolutely. That's why I'm all in on the. Bo- I love, I love that. That I'll was a good that talk. In. That it's was a great good, talk. Good talk. Yeah, because did you already put it in something. I yeah, put you it did. in. Yeah, uh, one of the other. I'll put it in this one as well. So, uh, but first of all, it starts with the podcast because we're allowed to be free flowing sort of jazz, right? I don't know. I don't have to do that again. But then uh, we go. Then from my dream is it goes from that into a few different blog posts or a video that something we. But of course that that format needs to be short and sweet. Mm-hmm. A video. Can't be ten minutes. It could be, but really, it's most sometimes valuable, it is most valuable at like three to five minutes on a in, on a blog level, yeah. right? And then, then when we when we see a thread in this thing, those things get rolled into formalized training on a subject, and that's what becomes a fizzle course. Yeah. Now, what's true is it. What ends up being the fact is is that. Corbett has, and Caleb, you guys have a lot of experience teaching this stuff, um, and you have been doing so for a long time. And you have courses, basically, that you've you know already have you know that we're converting into, we're turning into fizzle courses, basically, right? So we had a bunch of things we already we already have a huge list of courses to make that we know need to be made, <laughs> yeah, right. And, and each one of those could be a podcast topic. Each one, it's all it, circular, yeah. So the thing is, is that yeah, it is all circular. But you look at the format of each of these things. I'm not afraid of sharing anything here in the podcast just because it exists also behind a, you know, fizzle, this product that we made and put our lifeblood into that yeah. we charge money for. I like, I, I, you know, same thing with the notes on the podcast. Uh, like, I had a, initial thoughts about, like, well, maybe I shouldn't, like, put too many, like, things uh, in the blog post because um, I want, like, people to, like, listen and, like, get into there. And, um, and instead of, like, just, like, reading um, some of the... Uh, yeah stuff and then not re- not listening yeah um i realized like you know what that's stupid some people are going to listen and some people aren't my my why not just give give things there the people who do listen like i wrote this list out on like for instance the product one that we went through uh several weeks ago i'm sure at this point the product one you had this seven point thing on the it's like yeah put that in the show notes and even if someone doesn't listen to it, doesn't see it in context of the yeah. thing, it's going to be helpful for those who do. And for those who don't, it's probably going to be helpful too. Or they're going to be like, I don't know what this means. So anyways, the point being, each different medium has inherent within it a, a, a sort of a rightness and a wrongness. The rightness of a blog post is it needs to be you know shorter. The rightness of a course within Fizzle is it has to provide you know, professional training, tangible value. And chances are it's going to be longer because this is someone who's paid for a thing and they want the stuff. And chances are you're learning how to grow your email list at 10,000 subscribers and beyond in your course, Corbett. And you're going to learn how to do that, but it's going to come with homework too. 
And it's going to come with stuff you have to do, which is different than a blog post because that's just like willy-nilly. People are coming in and out of and, and whatever, right? So, and that podcast obviously has its own rightness and wrongness, like things that, that it wants to be. So these sorts of things are, are what comes to mind uh, about this stuff. And frankly, it, it we could... You know, dream up all these sort of theories and, and systems about this stuff, but it all just happens very naturally. You know, yeah, it all gets recycled, but it's just not in a very organized fashion right now. And I think we we all wish that it was more organized, and we're going to move towards that. But yeah. but also, it you know, it has to free flow a little bit. Certainly, too. the chaos and the free flow of the podcast feels right. right. It's yeah. what keeps it interesting. Yeah. So, Jared, love the question, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for writing in, and uh, we'll see you there. Or see you on another time. All right, Caleb, you got a question for us? Yeah, so we have another caller. His name is Mike, and he's asking about five tips that we would give. Let's take a listen. Hi, guys. Love the podcast. It is freaking great. I'm super stoked that you guys are online now with a podcast, and uh, I enjoy listening to it quite a bit. You guys are very engaging and entertaining and informative and all the things you need to be in order to have a successful podcast, so I'm sure it's going to be wildly successful. Um have a question for you. I am new to online marketing, making money online, that type of thing. Uh, I've been doing quite a bit of reading and research over the last few months to try to get myself up to speed. There's no shortage of uh, places out there and people that are interested in giving you their opinions and their advice, some of them better than others. Uh, You guys, obviously, among the very best. And so my question is, If you had a family member, for example, let's just say for the sake of argument that you really like this family member a lot, and they know that you're who you are, online um, experts, making money and and doing doing things online, and they came to you and said, I want to get involved in online marketing and make money, and I want to do it the right way. I want to cut through some of the minutia and some of the bad advice that you see out there and was looking for a little bit of guidance, what would be your top, let's just say your top five things or top five pieces of advice or tips or strategies that you would give them uh, in order to help them be successful? Again, uh, we're talking about a family member that you like here, so you're not trying to lead them astray. You're giving them good advice and you, you have a, a real interest in seeing them be successful online. What would you, and again, I'm sure there's a hundred things that you could tell them, and it depends on, you know, all these different factors maybe, but let's just say, for example, they wanted to have, uh, they wanted to start a niche site, okay? They wanted to go that route. What would be the top five things that you would tell them they must do, or where should they focus their time, or, you know, what are the action steps, the top five action steps to get them from point A to point B in their endeavor? Uh, Looking forward to hearing from you. Again, love the podcast. Can't wait for the next one. And, oh, by the way, I'm also a fizzler. Um, I think that's fantastic as well. Tons of things to to read on there. I'm learning quite a bit. I think it's a great uh, platform for the information that you're giving out. And, uh, yeah, just love you guys. Rock on. Thanks. Look forward to hearing from you. I love that. Yeah, just love you guys. Mike! I love it. <laughs> was that really just you calling in pretending to be somebody, Chase? No. Why would I you love you guys. Are. I love oh. you guys so much. Why would you say that? Why would you say that? I lo- he said, what, fricking? Fre- freaking? Freaking. Freak- oh, freaking love you guys. Good Good question, Mike. Love it. Love the, uh, love the energy and enthusiasm, Mike. The things that you're just really putting out in the universe, some good vibes right over there. Good vibes. So I want to I do, do Mike a solid. I want to answer his question. I want to give him to him straight. 
no so do, do we need some ground rules on this because this could be a whole episode I yeah think. okay yeah this is yeah i mean i'm frankly i'm interested did you guys have you ever written a blog post on like the five things before yeah have you okay, probably so, well maybe we'll find one of those caleb is the is the is the uh he's he's the gate master of the archives of think traffic but um okay so it's for a family member that we that we like and care about and it's hard to, like right now on that's this, good because if it was somebody we didn't care about i would lead them astray that's yeah, naturally I what i do sure just be like well the first thing you've got to do is buy a house <laughs> you know you know side note here before we get started i i worked at a gas station when i was um 16 17 years old and um i was cashier from time to time and people would come in all the time asking for directions and you know 90 percent of the time you just give them the directions but once in a while somebody would be a real asshole yeah. when they came in and asked for directions i would just send them the complete wrong direction <laughs> well that just sounds that sounds horrible it was horrible you were, i mean you are just the meanest man but man it was satisfying when somebody would you know what i mean because you didn't you didn't have to be a dick back you could just be like okay sir well first of all you're gonna turn around and do 180 degrees here head south for about 50 miles once you see salem oregon <laughs> You know you're on the right track. And then you're going to get on the 405. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so um, so off the top of your, your head here, it's hard. I'm, I'm furiously taking notes on my iPhone trying to uh, get my thoughts straight. Um, Caleb, do you have yours? Are you ready to roll? Yeah, I'll roll. So, okay, roll. And I won't give any explanation. I'll just list them off. The first one, have a really simple design to your website with a great picture of you above the fold. Then I would really focus on learning a lot about something, teaching people how to do that thing, and then just repeating that cycle. Then I would start working on your product like immediately. Like have an outline, think of titles, start writing it, start working on it from like at least the first month that you're doing stuff online. Then I would go to two, three, four conferences in a year and meet as many people in your industry in whatever you're doing. And then... I would do more than just write. I would either podcast or do videos or at least get off of your site and do guest posts elsewhere to add some more personality to your brand. That would be my five. Ooh, it's a good list. Okay, we're, let's rip these apart after we've kind of gone through all of them. Does that okay. make sense? Sure. Or Okay, yeah. list off yours. What let's you got? do it. All right. I would, um, okay, first of all, choose a subject or a domain, whatever you want to call it, um, a, a domain topic, of expert, expertise, a topic before. that you're interested in, that ideally you already know a lot about, and that you have a feeling people will be willing and interested to pay for solutions within. Okay, so something you're interested in, something you're good at, and something people will pay for. Wait, are you counting those as three, or is that that's your one. first? That's, that's one? one. Let's pick a subject that. Oh God! Meets but you're those counting them off on your fingers as you talk about. Them. <laughs> okay, number two, go into the business with an idea of how it will make money. So create an outline of the products, the services, the sponsorships, whatever it is uh, that you will earn revenue from. Okay, mm-hmm. so go into the business with an idea of how it's going to make money. Number three, get close to your customer. Get intimate, familiar with your customer. Start asking them questions. Have an open channel. Be just with those people. Like live and breathe the struggles that they go through. Number four, ask yourself, why should anyone listen to me or buy my product? How is it different and better than everything else that's out there already? 
Then number five, um, for your product or service that you're going to create, tackle the biggest, juiciest problem that your audience faces. Just dive right in and go after that big thing that they're struggling with. Okay. Gosh, you know, I can't get over how horrible this all sounds when it's like just super pedantic like this, like th- thinking that you could literally formulize it like and telling people hey, this. Hey, we, we, we don't ask questions. We just answer questions. We just, no, we do. <laughs> we ask questions, too. OK, so mine are OK. I'm just going to read them off the list. Audience care. Serve the main character. Email. Squarespace unscale those are my five whoa <laughs> um so let me let, let, i'll talk through mine and, and then we'll, let's just start tearing these these up a little bit um wait, wait is this hold on i want to make sure this is fair you get like one sentence on each of these it's not like i write down one word no, no, and then chase's turns okay, into well, let me turn i'm gonna them, spend three okay, minutes I'll, on each one i'll turn them into sentences thank you um so, <laughs> so find an audience that you care about okay okay uh my dream of dreams is that someone's already like like you said, topic expertise sort of thing. My dream of dreams is you're already like, listen, I know everything there is to know about 14th century loots. And I've just, I've always wanted to put that online and do that thing. That's my dream is that that's my family member who's do, who's doing that. Or I'll give you my real life, uh, ex- meaning, first of all, saying you already have expertise in a thing. This isn't yeah. some like, like I want to make money online and I'm, I'm trying to think about how I'm going to do that. You know I mean? I know, I know. After, after we listened to the question, I was kind of like, well, first of all, don't call it online marketing. And second of all, don't start a niche site. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's just starting unless off you, on the Unless you want to just look at numbers and maximize keyword optimization and all that stuff. But that's not what we talk about, you know? Um, so uh, the, as an example, like uh, my wife, she just started a, a website and, and we've talked a while about, about doing it. And it wasn't until, you know, we had some personal tragedy stuff going on where it's like, you know why she's done that site is because she needs to write. That's why she's done it. And that, I love that. I love that. I hope this site gets massive, not because there's any business in it, just because she needs to write. And it means a lot when someone likes that post on Facebook, you know, right now, obviously. And, but and there, also because my wife's way smarter than me or all of us combined. Um, and, and she'll, she's just bright. And so she'll be great at it. But, Okay, find an audience that you care about. or And I guess I, I would kind of almost change that into maybe an expertise that you're like geeking out about. Maybe, or like one or the other. Either an audience that you care about, unicycle, kilt, utility kilt wearing, you know, North Portlanders. Um, I care about them. I'm going to just invest in them and serve them with this big problem. Uh, or or like, I'm super good at riding my unicycle in a utility kilt. You know, and I'm just, I geek out about it. Like I do tricks. And stuff like I'm gonna write a blog about that. <laughs> like I love that. I love both of those. Okay, then serve the serve the main character. You're not the main character in your business. They are, which means kind of like you were saying, get close to your audience. It's just this mindset of it's not about you and what I want to write. And I'm gonna be this, and I'm gonna make that, and I'm gonna make a successful site about this. And oh look at me, look at me, and oh look, I gotta write this post. Like me, like me, like me. It's now you're talking about them. What are you pro- what are you struggling with? What's your problem? What well, how can I help you? How can I serve you? How can I realize that your story matters maybe even more than mine? Or at least I'm going to behave that way. Um, so serve the main character, have that mindset. Uh, email is the third one. Take email seriously. Like this is this is a, a, a actually this is something I keep coming back to and realizing like this is more important than we than we people really don't know this. 
You know, we take it for granted. We believe everybody already knows this, but it's not. People don't already always know it. Like you can have Twitter followers and you can have Facebook likers or followers. Um, they have following now. That's interesting. Uh, but none of them compare to the the intimacy that you can have with your with your consumers or customers or whatever through email. Email is still the lowest common denominator of awesome online. And sure, it can be totally lame and it's used for spam and it's this, that, and the other. So don't make it lame. Provide, like, do make something that someone out there is like, I have to not miss your next post. Like, I can't miss it. So make sure it arrives in my inbox. Like, that's the dreams to make that thing. Uh, fourth, Squarespace. Just use that. Use a built in theme. Uh, don't deal with WordPress. Don't deal with anything. Just put on Squarespace for now. Uh, it'll be great. Trust me. They have 24-hour customer support. You, they'll help you set up your thing. It'll be easy. You know, $9 a month, done deal. And finally, unscale. Don't think about all of these like, will it scale? Will it this, that, and the other? Break the seal on starting your first online business. And anytime someone comments, like write back to them and send them a personal email too. And while you're at it, like write, find out their address and handwrite them a note. You know, you know, yeah. Like to, go totally unscalable and in delighting and caring for the people who have taken time out of their day to read your thing and say like, hey, that was pretty good. You know, like that. Just that's where you get the bug. And I want these per- this person to like. I want my wife to get the bug. You know what I mean? And so, because once you get the bug, once you know, once you know what it's like to make something and publish it and have someone see it, and then it, if that gets its teeth in you, then I think we've got someone to work with. But the truth is, I give those advice to people and then, uh, and then just see what they do with it. And if they're not going to take it seriously or they're not going to go do the thing, it takes five minutes to set up a Squarespace site and go do that and write your first several posts. Yeah. Right. And so go just do it. Go bash your head against the wall. Go bash your head against the, uh, your psyche against the blank page. Go do this, that, and the other. Go try that stuff and then come back to me in a few months and, and show me what you've come up with. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, I, I liked everything you just said. And I, I liked everything Caleb just said. I love yeah. them. Mm-hmm. And I think my own were decent as well. The problem is you can't break a business down into five steps. And, um, I mean, my advice would be like, listen to this show every week. Yeah. It really is such an ongoing thing. You're going to go through ebbs and flows of of discouragement and total total mania. And like, it's going to go awesome. It's going to go horrible and all this stuff. And so just anticipate, I I don't know. You know, what's interesting is I'm looking at my five and I'm thinking about your guys's fives and they're more based on like either mistakes we've done or mistakes we've seen or things that have really made a difference for what we're doing. Like, yeah. if I go through mine, simple design with great picture. I've spent so much time fiddling with designs on my websites mm. and on other people's sites. <laughs> yeah. Working on your product immediately. I spent way too long before I started working on my product. Yeah. Going to conferences. That was what I did like at the very beginning that I really that's liked how I that met one. you, Corbett and Chase. That's how you met Corbett. So yeah. it's like yeah. all these things are either mistakes I made or things that made a huge difference in what yeah. I've done. So if you can go and ask really successful people for like their five or whatever and dissect why those are their five, then you're probably going to get a lot out of it. It's a great, it's a great, it's a great point. Like we, I, I felt like I was talking more to a person like me in my way, like, like naturally two yeah. or four years ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I, I really like the conference one that I like. That's another thing of getting the bug. When you realize there are other people trying to do the same thing as me with the same fears and the same desires and the same insecurities and mm-hmm. the same, uh, you know, limitations and, and, and opportunities and all this other stuff. And it's like, when you get you get the bug, you're in a community. You're you're not alone anymore. And it, I guess that's the first time I really started saying that like, you get the bug of this thing. But that's when it, that's what made it sort of a drug. Like had I had to keep coming back because I didn't have anything to say yet. 
I didn't have anything to say five years ago, you know, and and I barely have anything to say now, you know, compared to like brilliant people who I follow. But I know more than ever what it means to do this work and what it means to put something out there and what kind of things I should expect from that. And knowing that someone's going to be like, this was perfect. Thank you. Someone, not, not, not someone big. Not someone like super important. Yeah, I'm not judging myself based on that, but someone's gonna put it, gonna experience it, and be like, "This was good. This is exactly what I needed yeah. right now." That's the bug. That yeah, I got. it all. It it just. I mean, it all comes down to making yourself useful and creating something people want, and just yeah. caring about the outcome that those people experience. It's it's really and, and yeah. Again, it's like it's putting them together in these lists like this can feel just when it, trying to make it so pedantic. It, it just it loses all of its all of its humanity in some ways. But but I hope that's helpful, Mike. I yeah, hope thanks that, for the uh, question, Mike. It's a great question. Thanks for being stoked on the show. I love hearing from you. Ask us a bunch more questions. Uh, maybe tell us what your five were. I don't know. I yeah, just, where, I just where, like you. Where should people go to ask questions, Chase? Um, <laughs> should we give them the one you gave in one? <laughs> hey, f***ers. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> hey, guys, at fizzle.co, uh, you can email us, but we really love to be able to play your voice on the air. So if you go to fizzleshow.co, not fizzyushow.co, fizzleshow.co, F-I-Z-Z-L-E show.co, slash, just that. Just, just that. Just, no slash. No, no backslash. No trailing backslashes. Um, <clears throat> you'll see a little, like, speak it or write it uh, link about asking your question. We love to hear from you guys, so that's awesome. I have been... Chase Wardman Reeves. I, as always, have been Corbett Barr. And I've been Caleb Logic. Come on, Coche. <laughs> so there you have it. Our top five tips for starting an online business. Thanks to Preston, Jared, and Mike for your questions. We love hearing from you guys. You can ask your question. You, listener. Yes, I'm talking to you. Bob, Sally, Jessica. I see Robert. I see Nathaniel. All of you, and you specifically listening right now, you can ask your question. Just head to fizzleshow.co slash ask. Okay? And you can uh, you can just you can ask your question right there. Tell us about your business. Tell us what you're struggling with. We'd, we'd love to hear from you guys. It's fun. Um, for notes on this and, the more importantly, the conversation, what people are saying about this episode, head to fizzleshow.co slash 31. F-I-Z-Z-L-E show.co slash 31. Uh, add your voice there. Tell us what you think. What what would your top five advice be? If you haven't yet, can, can I ask you to open up iTunes? All right, you, you probably have that on your computer. Just open that up. Find the Fizzle Show. If you don't know how to, how to do that, well, you're probably list, listening to the wrong podcast. And click that write a review button. And just say, hey, you guys are pretty good. Um, what was interesting is that there was that one tip, and I like that. So anyways, it's okay. What's good about these guys is they're not, like, totally dumb, but they're, like, not super smart neither. So uh, I like that. That feels good. <laughs> you can write us some review and let us, let us know what you think. Anyways, it means the world to us when you guys do that. It helps other people find the show. Remember, those people on the other side of the Internet landing on your site, those are people. They have real needs, real pain, real hopes. See them, empathize, walk a mile in their shoes, and make something for their irritated (laughs) bum-bums. Find care, take care, serve hard, and dig in. Thanks, and we'll talk to you next Fizzle Friday.